We're talking about what happened last night, that UCP leadership vote, and now 18 hours after being named the new leader of the UCP and premier-designate, we're learning more about Danielle Smith's plans and timelines. We're going to get to that in a minute. First, though, let's take a look at what happened last night. It took a while. The sixth and final ballot for Smith to get a majority of the votes. We'll get your thoughts on all of this coming up in the next half hour. Uh, but it was a slim majority, 53.8% compared to Travis Taves, 46.2%. But it was a majority nonetheless, and it led to this. I'm back! <laughs> Yeah, in her victory speech, in a more than 20-minute victory speech, Smith took aim at Ottawa. Tonight marks the beginning of a new chapter in the Alberta story. It is time for Alberta to take its place as a senior partner in building a strong and unified Canada. from Ottawa to be prosperous and free. We will not have our voices silenced and censored. And in that speech, Smith thanked the other leadership candidates and Jason Kenney and thanked those who supported her for a second chance. If there's one thing I've learned about Albertans is that we don't expect our leaders to be perfect, but we do expect them to stay humble, admit when they're wrong, and to learn from their mistakes. <laughs> I love that about our province, and I'm grateful to have earned this second chance from you. I will never forget it, and I pledge to you tonight, I will not let you down. So Smith is going to be sworn in on Tuesday in Edmonton, will become Alberta's eighth eighth premier in 16 years. She still needs to win a by-election to take a seat in the legislature. It looks like that's uh, going to happen in Brooks Medicine Hat, where Michaela Fry uh, resigned her seat earlier today. Let's kick off the show with some reaction from longtime political commentator, Edmonton-based John Brennan. Hey, John, welcome back to the show. Hi, Jaylen. It's great to be with you. Talk about a political comeback. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? What an exciting and interesting night last night. I was on tenderhooks listening to each ballot result, listening to Rob Breckenridge and Shea Gannam last night. It was certainly exciting and certainly interesting. Now, there has been uh, lots of talk about unity uh, last night and certainly today as Danielle Smith has, has talked to the media and certainly the other candidates in the UCP leadership race last night now talking unity. But given the vote and the numbers there, there's a lot of folks that would suggest that this is not a united party. What does it look like in the days weeks ahead John it's anything but united uh, Jalen you know the results last night showed very deep divisions within the United Conservative Party and he can't get more divided than 53.8 for Smith versus 46.2 for Travis Dave you know the party is very much divided um, that being said you know Daniel Smith won the contest fair and square you only need 50% plus one to win however the fact that she only won with 53.8% of the vote and that Travis Travis Taves was the second or third choice for most of the other contenders. Mm. That's going to be a problem. The biggest problem I see for her is Travis Taves. She has to keep Travis Taves on side. Um, I would expect her to ask him 
to stay on as finance minister and president of the Treasury Board, where in my view he had done a very good job. But apparently from the news reports I heard this morning out of Calgary, he was very noncommittal about whether or not he was going to run again, although he was saying all the right things about party unity, as were the other candidates like Leela here and Rebecca Schultz and, and Brian Jean and the others. They're all saying they're team players and, and want to get on supporting the leader. But, you know, the fact that Travis Taves was the second candidate on the ballot at the end, on the sixth ballot, and he was representative of the party that doesn't support Smith. Mm-hmm. It's really important that she keep Travis Taves on side and, from her point of view, hopefully in the cabinet. Yeah, Travis Taves, uh, a short while ago, said that he's ready to get back to work as a member of caucus, so we'll see what happens there. So I thought it was interesting that you said that you you thought or it might be a good idea if uh, Danielle Smith uh, asked Taves to stay on as, as finance minister. We know that she is planning to be sworn in on Tuesday. There's going to be a cabinet retreat. Uh, Danielle Smith has said she's not rushing into a decision on cabinet. Outside of Mr. Taves, what else or who else do you think might be making up that? I suspect that a lot of the ministers in the current Kenny government will be kept on, perhaps not in the same portfolios, but a lot of them will be kept on because they're veteran ministers and they've been ministers for a few years. And so they're experienced. And, of course, once Daniel Smith runs uh, in a by-election and presumably wins the seat in Brooks Medicine Hat, they're going to convene the Legislative Assembly. And, you know, you don't want to have a bunch of rookie ministers facing off against a veteran official opposition. So I expect a lot of lot of the veteran ministers in Kenny's government to be kept on, although some of the MLAs who supported Daniel Smith, who weren't in Cabinet, I suspect some of them uh, to be appointed to Cabinet, and it wouldn't surprise me if Todd Lowen is one of those. Yeah, and you know, with only months, uh, really, with only months, like six, seven months until that spring election, uh, you know, that experience is going to come in handy today. Um, Dan- and I, I need to stop calling her Danielle because I used to work with her, of course. And so, but uh, Premier-designate Smith announced an eight-member transition team. Notably, Chief Billy Morin uh, has been uh, appointed special advisor on Indigenous relations. Former MLA Rob Anderson, uh, chair of the team and executive director of the Premier's office. You'll remember, of course, you know this, but just in case our listeners have forgotten, he was a PC MLA. He crossed the floor to join the Wild Rose back in 2010, rejoined the PC in 2014 along with Smith who was Wild Rose leader at the time. What do you make of of that transition team and who is making it up? Well it's a veteran group and it's people who supported uh, Daniel Smith's campaign and that's something you would expect to see. You know the key people who are around Daniel Smith for a leadership campaign and uh, certainly Rob Anderson was one of them. You expect them to play prominent roles in the transition and play prominent roles in the Premier's office going forward forward. So that's not a surprise to me. John Brennan joining us this afternoon. Of course, uh, you know, the the Sovereignty Act, there's been a lot of talk uh, about that. Uh, Ms. Smith has said that it is one of her priorities, one of the top priorities, Bill 1. How do you see support in caucus falling out for that? Because, you know, not too long ago, we had four of the leadership candidates saying, hey, you know what, coming together, saying we've got concerns about this, we're not going to support this. There is a base that is going to support it, but how does the rest of that shake down? This is where things can really go sideways for Danielle Smith. You know, there was an Angus Reid poll out just last week, uh, Jalen, which actually showed the UC 
NDP leading the NDP by 47% to 41%. This poll was taken September 19 to 22. But it also showed that amongst Albertans, support for a Sovereignty Act was at 34%. And opposition was at 54 percent. You know, this is something that appeals to a subset of the United Conservative Party. It doesn't appeal to all Albertans. The issues that are of concern to Albertans that were identified by Sashi Curl from Angus Reid are issues like the cost of living, inflation, health care, which is in particular in a crisis, not just in Alberta, but all across the country. These are the issues that Albertans expect the new premier and the government to focus on. And so... You know, the Sovereignty Act issue, I see, is going to become a big distraction for this government. I don't know how uh, the, the four leadership candidates who opposed it during the race are going to deal with it, especially uh, Travis Taves, who was very yeah. opposed to it. Like, what do they do when, when the act is actually tabled in the Legislative yeah. Assembly? Are they going to support it? And what about other members of caucus? Like, Travis Taves had 23-some-odd MLAs supporting yes. his candidacy. Are they going to support it? You know, this is where things could really go awry for Danielle Smith. She would be really wise to pivot her focus from talk of this uh, Sovereignty Act to the issues that are of concern to Albertans, particularly the issues dealing with health care. Like, you talk about them all the time on your on your show, Jalen. The, the problems that we have in emergency rooms, mm-hmm. the lack of family doctors, the whole mess with emergency medical services and paramedics. Like, there are issues galore in health care, and there's a lot of Albertans who are hurting on issues of cost of living inflation, the cost of gas, the cost of food, the cost of electricity, home heating this winter. These are the pocketbook issues that matter to Albertans. And I think Danielle Smith would be wise if she really focused her attention on those issues rather than this distraction of the Alberta Sovereignty Act. John Brennan, boy oh boy, never a dull moment in Alberta politics. Boy, I wish there would be one for a little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit, John. But it always means I get to talk with you. So thank you for making time for us this afternoon. Always a pleasure, Jaylen, and happy Thanksgiving. You too, John. John Brennan, an Edmonton-based political analyst, commentator, joining us this afternoon. Let me know your thoughts. Where's your head at? 780-496-0063. Of course, oh, and in Calgary, 403-974. 8255. You're listening to The Drive on 770 CHQR and Afternoons on 630 Chad. My name is Jalen Nye.